The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello, Giants fans, and welcome to a new edition of the Valentine's Views podcast here on Big Blue View Radio, part of your SB Nation family of podcasts. I'm your host, Ed Valentine of Big Blue View, and today's show is coming to you on Friday, September 25th, as your 0-2 Giants get ready to host the defending NFC champion San Francisco 49ers on Sunday at MetLife Stadium. Another difficult game against a top-tier opponent for the Giants. So uh, another difficult task for uh, for the fighting Joe Judges as they try to get the first victory of the Joe Judge era uh, as head coach of the Giants. Won't be an easy task. Giants are, I believe, a four-point underdog. At least that's what the spread was the last time I looked at it. Uh, a couple of things for you today. Uh, we'll be pl- we'll uh, have a little bit of audio for you a little bit later in the show from new Giants running back Devonta Freeman signed this week to uh, try to help mitigate the uh, the loss of star running back Saquon Barkley. We'll also play for you a an interview that I did with former NFL cornerback and uh, current host of uh, of a podcast called Believe in 49ers on the Believe Podcast Network. Eric Davis, very informative interview as we broke down a lot of things about the game, talked about a few of the intriguing Giants players as well. So stay tuned for uh, for both of those things, for the Freeman audio and the Davis interview a little bit later in the show. I thought we would talk a little bit first about the Devonta Freeman signing. That obviously is the big news of the week. Giants uh, going out and getting a highly productive veteran running back, you know, to uh, to help and try to replace Saquon Barkley as the Giants try to uh, to construct a a competent offense uh, with without their best player. Um, listen, you know, my take on the Freeman signing is this is a move that I like very much. You know, Freeman is 28 years old. There is the distinct possibility that he, he may not be the player that he was, 
you know, a couple of years ago. He's a two-time Pro Bowl running back. Obviously, uh, coming off last year, which was his sixth year in the NFL, had a career low in yards per carry. May not be the uh, the dynamic player that he once was, but Freeman is still a quality player, a guy who's used to carrying a heavy workload, a guy who uh, has the reputation of being a good runner, being a guy who can pass protect, being very useful out of the backfield as well, can do a lot of things. And and one of the points that that I wanted to make in 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 the uh, in terms of the Freeman signing, well, two points I want to make. First of all, it's a very inexpensive deal for the Giants. It's really not that much above you know league minimum for a veteran on a per game basis. Most of his one year three million dollar contract is in playing time and performance incentives. So if he reaches those numbers, you know, in playing time, carries, you know, in making a Pro Bowl, those kinds of things, if he reaches those things, that's a good thing for the Giants because then he's giving them performance. He's giving them production that they can really, really need. And and another point that I wanted to raise here is that signing a veteran like Devonta Freeman here is not taking snaps away from a young, developing, up-and-coming player. The Giants have a lot of those kinds of players, you know, dotting the roster all across the roster, as a matter of fact. But one place where they don't have anyone like that is at running back. They have a veteran in Deion Lewis, then they have... Wayne Goldman, and I know that people get attached to Goldman. He's a, a former Giants draft pick. He's in his fourth year. He had a decent season as a rookie back in uh, 2017. But really, you know, Goldman is a guy who didn't get much opportunity during the Pat Shermer era. You know, he was inactive last week for the Giants, the week that Barkley got hurt. Goldman really is just a guy and I hate to use that term you know when when we talk about NFL players but he's an adequate average running back at best there's nothing special about Wayne Gallman as an NFL player he's in his fourth season in the NFL my guess at this point is that Gallman probably is not a giant in 2021 you know that's jumping way ahead but Goldman is not exactly a young up and coming player who needs snaps to to develop or, or improve. You know, I hope that Goldman in whatever opportunities he gets, you know, in, in Barkley's absence, I hope he does well. I hope that uh, that he produces that that his play, you know, more or less forces the Giants to put him on the field a little bit more often, but he's not exactly a first or second year you know, up-and-coming player who has to have snaps at this point to get better. He's not exactly a guy who's going to be part of their future. I just don't look at, at him as a as what you would call an up-and-coming player. So Devonta Freeman is not going to be, you know, quote-unquote holding back Wayne Gallman or taking snaps away from, from a guy who who should be, you know, developing and could be part of the Giants' long-term future. What Devonta Freeman is is a giant for is 
really, what you have to remember is it's still all about the development of Daniel Jones. And adding a running back like Devonta Freeman helps Daniel Jones' development. It gives Jones another option in the backfield. It gives him a guy who who we're told is an experienced pass protector, a guy who we've seen, you know, if you've watched Falcons games over the years, we've seen can be effective as both a runner and as a receiver. So the more weapons, the more options that you give the Giants offense, the better it is for Daniel Jones, the better chance he has to continue to develop and become the kind of quarterback that the Giants are going to need if they're going to be a winning football team down the line. So I have I have no problem at all with the Freeman signing. I like it very, very much. We'll see how much he gets on the field Sunday against the 49ers. Probably not going to be a whole lot. His first practice was Wednesday, and it, it's hard to imagine that he will be that he's in good enough shape and that he'll know enough of the Giants' playbook to uh, to be on the field for more than a handful of snaps, for more than, than uh, some very specific packages that the Giants might have in mind where they, can, where they can use him. All right, Giants fans, let's do this right now. Let's play a couple minutes of audio from Freeman talking to, uh, to New York media on Thursday. Um... Just, I feel like to everyone is, um, you know, it's a lot of ball left. You know, it's a lot of, you know, games to be played. Um, I'm, I'm fortunate and blessed to be on this team, and uh, it's a young team, and um, I'm, I'm happy about the opportunity. And I just think, you know, it's a lot of, it's a lot of growth for, for this team, for myself, and. Um, I'm just here to help contribute as much as I could and um, be a part of this team and, you know, just come in and, and, and do what I could do, do my best, and um, just help out these guys as much as I could. Um, that's I think that's the, the main thing. I'm still, I mean, I feel like I have, I'm a, I'm a, you know, football really don't go nowhere. Um, you know, you just get older. Um, and I feel like it's all up to you, the way you take care of your body, um, the way you, you keep maintenance on your body. And, um, you know, you could be young as you want to be, you know. Um, just a guy that want to come in and, and contribute as much as I could and um, work hard and gain these guys um, respect and trust. And, um, you know, just what, whatever I'm asked to do, you know, just do it to the best of my ability. Um, and just continue to take advantage of the opportunity. And uh, I think that's the most important thing. I just think a lot of situations didn't fit me and fit what I want to do and, um, you know, what I had and some of my own personal goals. I, I came and I still feel like um, I know I still have a lot in the tank, and I just want to go out and play football and have fun. Um, and... This was a, a great opportunity at the right time. And, you know, I just, you know, coming in and just trying to compete and, you know, work to get a job and just continue to get better. 
Um, any opportunity I get, I want to contribute. Um, it don't matter about the snaps. It's just when I get in there, um, what I do with the opportunity, you know, and that's what I want to, that's how I want to contribute. All right, now let's take a, a short break for a word from our sponsors here at SB Nation. When we come back, I will be talking to former NFL player and current host of the Believe in 49ers podcast, Eric Davis. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. NFL player and host of the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, Eric Davis. Eric, thank you very, very much for coming on the show. Oh, thanks for having me, man. I appreciate the invite. So we're talking, uh, we're talking 49ers Giants coming up this Sunday, and uh, you know, interesting game really with the with the 49ers having to travel to MetLife Stadium two weekends in a row. How weird is that, by the way, that that they have to come, you know, to the East Coast, same stadium, two straight weekends? Uh, well, I mean, it's happened before. Um, I remember when I was playing with the Niners. I remember we opened up, um, I think in 91, we opened up with the Giants um, and we ended up playing the um, AFC East that year. So we we had the, we had the Giants and then we went home, played New Orleans, and then we had to fly to Buffalo and played them, and then we came right back and played the uh, flew back to play the Jets. So it was like going across the country, you know, you know, the, uh, the entire first month or two of the season seems like we were flying back and forth across the country. But uh, unlike um, these guys, you know, we were flying back across the country these guys are just staying they stay on the east coast they've they've done that since shanahan has taken over they they tend to stay on the east coast whenever they have that type of swing so it shouldn't bother them too much they don't have to worry about the jet lag all right so let's so let's talk about this team obviously you know this team is beat up and i want to talk first of all you know the giants have a couple of of big injuries of their own and uh, the the 49ers website on our network is is Niners Nation, and I asked their writer, uh, you know, his opinion on this question. So I'll throw it out for you here as well. Bigger loss: Saquon Barkley for the Giants, Nick Bosa for the 49ers. Uh, Nick Bosa for the 49ers. 
Reason, reason being, um, let's let's be realistic about it. Um, were the Giants in contention with Barkley to win a championship? Right. I don't think I don't think so. Uh, with Bosa, the Niners uh, were in contention to win a championship. Um, a healthy Bosa gives you he definitely keeps you in the mix of that. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't get uh, production from multiple sources uh, to try and do what he to do what he did and, and give the uh, the impact that he could bring. But if you're just if you're just going apples for apples for those two players, it's a much bigger loss when you look at um, the really the objective of the season. And I don't think the Giants, of course, everybody wants to win the championship, of course. But but you also got to have the dudes to do that. And I don't think the Giants realistically, even with Saquon, have the pieces to win a championship right now. So uh, I, I got to go Bosa. All right. So let me ask you, you know, obviously you, apples for apples on a normal Sunday. What the Giants have on their roster right now doesn't match up to what the 49ers have. I'm looking at Sunday, though, with all the injuries that they've got, you know, all the running backs down, they're missing D Ford as well as as Bosa. They're missing Solomon Thomas, obviously. Are they somewhat vulnerable coming into MetLife on Sunday? I mean, is this a game, although they probably shouldn't win it, is this a game that 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 the Giants, you know, might be able to sneak in and take? Uh, well, yeah, of course, because you have to play the game. Number one, um, at full strength, both rosters. Niners have a better roster. Guys are injured now, so how are those how are those reserves going to play? How uh, what is Robert Sala going to do? We were just talking about Nick Bosa. You still need that production from the defensive line for your defensive for your defense to be the the defense that it is drawn up to be. That's the way their defense is built. It's built off their defensive front. So you got to get that production. Where is that going to come from? What are you going to do? How are you going to get pressure on the quarterback? Um, offensively, um, Shanahan likes to run the football. You have a lot of injured running backs. His his top tier guys um, that he goes into uh, his game plan with when he reaches into his bag, they're not there. Where are you going to get? Where are you going to get that production? Um, the quarterback situation, you may possibly be playing with your backup. Uh, how comfortable do you feel? What are the expectations of him, even though Mullins has been in the system? So is there a vulnerability? Yes, of course. It's a road game on top of that. It's hard to win on the road in the NFL, even without the crowd. It's still it's 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 tough to do. Um, so is there is there a chance? Of course there is. This is football. It's hard to win a football game. And um, the Niners are in a situation now to where they have to find a way to get through these weeks until they get healthy. And and that's and that's every team every year. The good teams are always going to have to deal with that. I mean, hell, the Saints lost Drew, Drew Brees early on last year. And Teddy Bridgewater was able to come in and keep things going. And that's what you have to have. That's where the Niners are right now. So, yes, there there is. I, I don't expect it to happen. <laughs> I, I really don't. But mm -hmm. there's definitely that chance that some guys don't perform up to the standard. What you know, I don't know how closely you've looked at the Giants, how much you've actually studied them. But from what you from what you do know about the Giants, 
what do you think of this team? What do you think of of the direction that this team is going in? I mean, maybe do you see the possibility that this team might finally, you know, be, be hitting a point where it could be going in the right direction? Well, I think it's going in the right direction. Um, it's now you got to just put the pieces together. You you have this running back, this special running back, and even though know, he hurt his knee, but he'll be back. You, you know, they fix those things and guys come back stronger now. Uh, so he'll be back. Um, you got to get an offensive line that can work with him. You have a quarterback that I actually think is capable. I mean, he's talented enough to be the guy. He's mobile enough. Arm is strong enough. So it's a question of putting the pieces around him. Um, you, defensively, uh, you have a few pieces. And the question is getting others there again. But that all starts that that starts upstairs. That starts upstairs, and, and and the Giants are it's a good organization. You you go out, you've decided that you you, you have a head coach that comes from a certain philosophy um, that happens to mesh with tomorrow's philosophy. So I think that's that's the, to me that's the most important thing when you talk about direction. It's not a quarterback, it's not a player, it's not a coach, it's not a scheme. It's what's your philosophy. How, how do you plan on winning? What do you think is necessary um, from from your front office, from your coaching staff, from your from your locker room? What what belief do you have in what it takes to win? I actually think the Giants uh, have that going in the right direction, which means everything else will fall into place. You'll get the players. You'll find some guys. You'll find some diamond in the rough. You will get you will be pleasantly surprised when you you draft that fifth six rounder and they turn into an all pro all of those things start to happen when you have the right philosophy and you start bringing in the guys that you think fit that philosophy okay so there are two players on this giants team that that i wanted to ask you about before i let you go and one you know is a guy who plays the position that you played Mm -hmm. and and for me played one of the better games that I've seen a Giants cornerback play in, in ages in the last weekend against the Bears. I just want to ask you about, you know, James Bradbury, because people, I'm not sure, you know, people are still like, well, he's good, but is he that good? Is he a shutdown guy? What is he? How good is James Bradbury? I actually think he's really good. I, um, I, had some I, t- I was talking to some guys back in Carolina about it and and I, they asked me what I thought about him and I said I think he's the best corner that the Carolina Panthers have had since I was there and they kind of looked at me and I was like yes I know that you had Gamble and I know that you had Josh Norman um, but I'm just saying just consistent play uh, well-rounded capable of doing everything that you need a corner to do I mean you know he could play man he can play he can play zone. He can play in space. He can he can play press coverage. Um, he knows how to read concepts. Um, uh, he he's a willing tackler. All the things that that the, the position requires. He's he's consistently good at it. And being consistently good gives you an opportunity to fall into some great plays. I like him a lot. Um, shutdown is really based on usage. People always want to throw that term out there, shut down corner. 
Um, and I, I used to say that about Richard Sherman when he was with um, when he was with Seattle. Like, no, he doesn't match up. But as far as usage goes, from a defensive back, I mean, from a defensive coordinator's standpoint, I can I can set my defense off of what I know this player is going to do. I know that this player is going to be able to handle the tough situations. I know that I can throw him in and give him shelter and safeties over the top and fool people with disguises because this guy is the type of guy that I know I can leave alone. Bradbury is one of those guys where you can build your, you can build a defense off of it because he's one less thing that to worry about. And remember, coaches are paranoid by nature. They're paranoid because <laughs> they worry about the what if. As a mm-hmm. player, you get to go out there and do something about it. But the coaches are always worried about the what if. So every time you have a player that you don't have to worry about, it makes life easier for that coach. Bradbury is a guy. He he. When you look at the 11 guys in the huddle, you call a defense, you know, okay, let me think about the other 10. That particular player, I know he'll do his job. And then you, so that's how you design defenses. Who can I put in the tough situations and I know I can get a win? You can get a lot of wins with him. So um, just keep watching him. You'll see. Uh, the fans will see. He's a, he's a good player. He's a good player. All right. And the other guy I wanted to ask you about, obviously, the Giants lost Saquon Barkley. They're going to be missing Sterling Shepard for a few weeks now. And I wanted to talk about, about Evan Ingram a little bit. Mm-hmm. It looks like Evan Ingram is a guy that the Giants are kind of going to have to feature in their passing attack. And, you know, Giants fans get frustrated and they look at it and they think they think Engram should be George Kittle. He should be, you know, he should be getting or putting up those kinds of numbers. And I think they get frustrated, you know, by the injuries, first of all, but also by by sometimes, you know, the fact that he doesn't always produce the big numbers for for you, you know, how good of a player is is Evan Ingram and and you know, would you put him in the top tier of NFL tight ends? Uh well, you to get in the top tier of tight end are we talking talent or production? So cuz for me to get into the top tier is about production. And production, you mentioned some things, it's part it's partially health um because you have to be available to make those plays and then it, a lot of it is scheme. What are you trying to do? Because you mentioned Ingram in the same light as Kittle. Difference being, Kittle is the 49ers' number one receiver. You wouldn't say that about Ingram. The offense is designed um, with Kittle being the number one read on a lot of the plays. He's the guy that the quarterback is looking for when they have to move the chains. He's, He's that guy. And I said, I've said that for a few years now. When everyone like the 49ers need a number one receiver, I'm like, they have one. They, they, he is their 1,000-yard receiver. So um, health, there's no player wants to get hurt. You, you try to stay healthy, but you got to play the game. You're going to get injured. The only way to not get hurt is to not play football. You, you will definitely get hurt. But now, um, how, how is the offense going to be designed? The Giants' offense is not designed. It's not designed for Ingram to be that big play guy. They, you know, because you started this off, this, this question, you started off by mentioning Ingram. This is someone they brought in. They are, they expect him to make the make big plays outside. 
Um, everybody's waiting for him to, you know, do more of that. Um, so wanting wanting a player to do something, it's it's really it, we can go back to Bradbury when you talk about is he a shutdown corner? Well, that's not their that's not their defense. That's not how they design their defense to have their corners erase guys. That's not what the Giants do. It's the same. You you want you want your tight end to put up numbers like Kelsey. You want him to put up numbers like Kittle. Um, you have to run that offense to where you feature these guys. Giants don't do that. The other other thing I wanted to ask you about Ingram, I think you're a good person to to talk about this. I keep getting and I've gotten it for four years now. The why don't the Giants make Evan Ingram a wide receiver question? And I keep saying because he's not a wide receiver because he does. <laughs> yeah, he might have that skill set. Maybe he can he can split out into the slot, but he doesn't have any experience you know, lining up and, and, and beating a press off, you know, off the edge and, and, and those kinds of things. Just explain to people, you know, the difference really for a guy, you know, coming off the line of scrimmage playing tight end versus trying to get open as a wide receiver, you know, man to man face up with a guy like you. Um, well, the difference is working in space like that um, and working you put Ingram out against the better corners in the league, it's a mismatch. Um, and everyone thinks I'm talking about for the tight end because of the size. It's, no, it's not. The, the, the corners are much better athletes. They are superior athletes. You're quicker. Um, your change of direction is going to be there because everyone's assuming that I have to get in and wrestle with this guy and and he can body me out like he's blocking me on the low block and like he's posting me up on the low block in basketball. Well, that's not football. Remember, I can cover a guy and never touch him. I'm, I'm going to be quicker. I'm going. I'm going to. If 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 it was that simple, you would have moved um, years ago. Tony Gonzalez would have played wide receiver. Um, Gronk would play wide receiver. You don't do it uh, because yes, physically it looks like it would just be this easy mismatch. But the guys are so much faster and quicker that they can outmaneuver these guys. And the majority of the plays are going to be made by the corner. You're going to when you put that tight end against a safety or linebacker um, where the speed is is somewhat equal, the quickness is somewhat equal. Now the advantage goes to that tight end who knows what he's doing. And and athletically, a lot of the times they are better that that you lose that athleticism advantage when you move outside of the numbers and you go against corners. That's why you don't move that guy. He, he wouldn't be as effective, um, you know, just be, beyond guys getting hands on him. Because the bigger a guy is, the easier it is for me to jam him. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> much, much harder to get my hands on a guy who's my size because he moves like me. He He's quick like me. You give me a big tight end, man, man I, I, I got meat on top of meat on top of meat to put my hands on. That's too easy. <laughs> All right. Hey, Eric, I appreciate a few minutes. Thank you very, very much. And, you know, I'm going to post this podcast and people are still going to ask me why Evan Ingram doesn't play wide receiver. <laughs> <laughs> Prob- probably. Uh, but it's it's a lot harder than it looks. Trust me, it's a lot harder to play wide receiver in the NFL than 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 people think it is because you're you got to get away from some really good athletes out there. All right. Hey, thank you very, very much. And uh, maybe we'll talk to you again. Take care.
All right, man. Take it easy. All right, Giants fans. That was former NFL cornerback and current host of the Believe in 49ers podcast, Eric Davis, as we broke down Sunday's Giants 49ers contest for you. Our thanks again to to Eric for coming on. Uh, before we sign off today, Giants fans, just wanted to uh, wanted to give you my my pick for. Uh, Sunday's game. If you've checked out uh, our weekly staff picks on Big Blue View, you already know this. If you've checked out the uh, the Look Ahead podcast, which I do on Thursdays on the uh, the part of the SB Nation NFL show, our Thursday episode called the Look Ahead with Rob Stats Guerrera. You already know uh, what my pick is for this game. If you haven't uh, seen the pick on either of those platforms, uh, I'll let you know here now. I'm going with the Giants. I'm looking for uh, looking for the the upset on Sunday, as I've, I've said in other places and, and said when when I was talking to uh, to Eric Davis. The uh, under normal circumstances, I wouldn't pick the Giants. Their roster, their talent level at this point in time just doesn't match up to. The 49ers on uh, on what you might consider a level playing field. I just think that that the Giants have an opportunity here with the the 49ers being so banged up with injuries, having such a long injury list uh, with you know Nick Bosa, D. Ford, Solomon Thomas, Richard Sherman, probably not having Jimmy Garoppolo, having their top two running backs probably not able to play. Their injury list for for the 49ers is so long, and, and the circumstance of of coming back to MetLife Stadium for a second week in a row is is so different. I and uh, you know we know that the 49ers complained so much about the MetLife Stadium turf. I can't imagine that they're thrilled about playing there again this particular Sunday. I just think that that this is a game where I feel like the 49ers are vulnerable. I feel like it sets up as a game where the Giants could pull off an upset. And and I'm going to pick the upset here, so I'm going to go with the Giants in this game. Um, and we'll see if uh we'll see if they prove me wrong. Every time I I seem to pick the Giants to to come and and pull off an upset in in recent years, I wind up with with egg on my face. I wind up being wrong about that, but we'll we'll see if uh, if things finally begin to turn around, and, and we'll see if I end up being right that the Giants can pull off a surprising victory here on Sunday. All right, Giants fans, thank you very very much for listening. Please remember to uh, to check out Big Blue View on all of our different platforms on Instagram at big underscore blue underscore view. On our Facebook page, follow me on Twitter at Big Blue View. Sign up uh, to uh, to comment, join the discussion at our website BigBlueView.com, and please subscribe to Big Blue View Radio on all of your favorite podcast applications. All right, Giants fans, take care, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye bye. More to dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. 
It's not a miracle. It's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.